Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and my beautiful assistant engineer, Gabriel, is going to be joining us today. That sample you just heard was You're Not the One by Dolly, who I've got on the show with me right now. They've got a new album called Volume One. I guess I should have asked, is it Vol One or Volume One? I just assumed. I did. No, yeah, it's Volume One. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, which is released on April 24th. Right now I'm being joined by Matt to share some stories about the music and share more info about what the boys have got going on. So, Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on, John. Uh, you are quite welcome. I'd hate to say that you're not the one, because you are the one. But let's go listen back to that track. You're not the <laughs> one. You're not the one.
All right. Beautiful. Coming back from that track, You're Not the One, which opens up with, I don't know what those things are. Are those, are those octaves that are being played really high up, just doubled or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're octaves played high up by um, Pete, lead guitarist. Yeah. I mean, it creates a lot of intensity. I, I think the thing was is that it's with the way the song is, we wanted the music to really reflect the the anger, effectively, that we're putting forward with the lyrics. So we obviously the music has to mirror that, of course. Well, that's thoughtful. I mean, how often does that happen? <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's be honest here. But in all reality, okay, so the anger put forward with the lyrics. What is the anger? Who's not the one? It's not you, is it, Matt? No, it's, it's, it's not me. Good, um, good, it's somebody else. <laughs> the thing is, I wrote this song. So this song was released last November. And um, I, I wrote, we, well, I say I, we wrote the song probably a few months before that. Um, and as you're probably well aware, what was well documented in the UK at that time, we were going through Brexit. Um, we, have, we had our general election. Well, it turned out to be a general election. Um, and there was a lot going on with things like the NHS. And... Um, for somebody like myself and the community that I'm in, the politics that drive this country is something that's very important to me. Um, and it's not that, at the end of the day, our music isn't telling you that you should be left-wing, right-wing, centre, whatever. It's, it's, it's basically saying that you should, not everything is what it seems. You should really look into it. A lot of people, I think, dismiss the world that's going on around them. Um, because it's it's they just bury their head in the sand. They don't want to face it. Uh, I think the the point of the song is to say that it, it's like there's a line in the song that says encourage question, embrace the change. The whole point of it is to it, it's not the case of educating at all, but it's it's giving people the power so they can question what's going on in front of them, look into the news. Like that stuff's really good, and I think especially with at that point in time where there was so much going on, it was good just to sort of rally people up and be like, look, this is, this is really important what's going on here. This is big for our country. Um, you should want to care about this. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to keep going. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you were no, so, no, no. You're so passionate yeah. and then you just stopped. <laughs> no, no, yeah. It, it's one of those things with, with our music. I very much like leaving it open to interpretation and I think the music speaks for itself. However, then when I get into it, I get, I get obviously very passionate about it. So uh, don't... I know. And then you, <laughs> and then you just stop. I know how women feel. Now. <laughs> Brilliant. You just get so into it and then, and then leave. Uh, and then, and then I'm like, I must not be the one anyway. Um, so, wow, okay, so incredible topic, uh, obviously quite a lot there. You know, the interesting thing is that this this is the first time that I've actually had a band from the UK on that said, this is what happened, we're pissed off, and we're writing a song about it. I think that's the thing there, isn't it? Like, I, there are certain topics that I know that um, certain bands will stay away from because they don't want to break the divide, and I think at the end of the day, you should, what is music if not that you can't speak about how you feel and what matters to you? At the end of the day, that's what we want to do. And going, I don't think we'll ever stop doing that, really. Well, that brings up a really interesting side topic. I don't know if this is included in the lyrics or not, but you brought up a very interesting thing. Nobody wants to talk about 
a divide that already exists, and if we don't talk about it, then it must mean that it doesn't exist, but it's happening as we speak, and that seems very English. It could be very English. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be very English. Um, uh, at the end of the day, people are going, it doesn't matter where you're from, I think you're going to have an opinion, aren't you? And obviously everybody's entitled to it, and there's there's certain people in um, the public eye or whatever that I don't agree with. However, they are more than entitled to their opinion as well. So I guess it is very British just to sort of like be <laughs> passive aggressive about it, isn't it? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> perfect. All right. Now, mm -hmm. if you enjoy the track, You're Not The One, then you'll be more than excited to discover the music video. So if you go and go to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca, you can go and check it out. Now, let's go to the next track, Borrowed Time. Borrowed Time.
All right, coming back from the track of Borrowed Time, which is, of course, written about the coronavirus. So, Matt, <laughs> tell us more about this yeah. track, Borrowed Time. <laughs> um, so, Borrowed Time, I uh, just want to clarify, it's not about coronavirus. Um, um, so when we wrote Borrow, Borrow Time was not meant to actually be a single. Borrow Time was meant to just be um, the opening to our set. And it became the lead single. Um, it's the first song we've really written where we've actually broken the song completely down and gone, right, okay, well, this is how we feel this should progress into and then this feels like it should go here rather than sort of following the sort of like regiment that it should be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, middle eight, chorus, outro sort of thing. So this is the first time we've done anything like that and it, it really, really was... It brought a lot of it to life for us. I think this is the first film we've written that we really felt rather than like you write a song because you know the subject. We let the song, as cliche as it sounds, guide us when we were writing it. Um, the lyrics themselves are, they're, they're very personal because I didn't, I didn't really want to write a song like that. It's that, unfortunately, I think within the music industry, you get a time slot where you've got, you've, you've got that to make your break. You've got a time slot. You've got a grab it by the horns and absolutely run with it. And um, I think there's always a part of me that worries that I'm going to run out of time or that I'm not going to be able to achieve what I want to achieve because I've got all these things I want to do. And I just, I just want to create is basically the bottom line. I just want to be out there making stuff and just putting out and hoping and praying that people also like it as well and they can relate to it. And I think with borrowed time, it was like, this is what I'm genuinely feeling at the moment and this is concerns that i have there you go and like if people can relate to that then that's absolutely brilliant but at the end of the day what we do is as much as you want to balance around the idea it's an art form it's an outlet and this song really sort of like where it opens the ep as well i think it just sort of it put everything out there on a plate and was here like was like this is what's gonna go this is what's happening and then from there, it stems onto the rest of the the EP. But yeah, Borrowed Time, it's one of my favorite tracks we've written. By far, one of my favorite tracks we've written. Wow. Fan-a-freaking-tastic. And if you enjoyed Borrowed Time and you want to check out the music video, then go ahead and go do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockandrollpodcast.ca. And if you dug the two tracks, you're not the one and Borrowed Time then you'll be super excited to know there is a full album called Volume 1, which was released on April 24th. Now, Matt, the big honking question is, even though I'm not the one and I have to come to terms with the fact about my borrowed time, thank you for reminding me, is is this what we should expect from Volume 1? Is this what you should expect? Uh, I hope so. I'm really pleased with it. Um, and like like you like you said earlier, if you, if you like borrowed time and you like you're not the one, you're gonna like the rest of the EP. It's heartfelt. It's got its ups and downs. It's it's on a plate. It's ready for you. It's gonna kick you in the backside, but at the same time, it's gonna pull you in and give you all its love. It's that's the sort of that's the sort of feel we've got for the EP. Pull you in and give you all its love. Oh, absolutely! It's captivating, and uh, that may sound big-headed, but it, it 
that's pe- what people people told me that it's captivating, and I feel like it really is captivating. And whether that comes across as egotistical, potentially, but you've got to love what you do at the end of the day. I agree with you. No, I don't think there's any, anything <laughs> egotistical about bombastic artistry. Yeah, exactly. You know? But yeah, you, you've, got, you've, got, you've got to like what you do. Out of random curiosity, I probably should have done this research before we were mid-interview, but I think we're friends now. Uh, which one are you in the band? Are you the singer? I'm. Yeah, I'm Matt. I'm the singer and the rhythm guitarist. Okay. Because I was going to make a joke about big poofy hair, but it's not really... Oh, big. is that... that, that, that that's my big, big poofy hair. Yeah, that's me. Okay. It's not really poofy so much as it just <laughs> flops in the front of your face inconveniently. I've, I, you know what? I've tried so hard to um, to think to to try different styles, but I can't find what works for me. To be honest with you, John, I um, I'm, I'm at a real um, real standstill with it. But I've committed to it because the sides of it are shaved, so I've got to commit to it. I've, I'm, I'm I'm stuck, but yeah. Beautiful. All right, I'll I'll just ship over when all this is done. I'll just give my hairstylist a plane ticket. We'll see. If she can figure it out for you. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> all right, perfect. Now, uh, typically we'd be chatting about all those festivals in Germany that you guys are going to be playing at this summer, but that kind of went katunk. So I guess my next question is, did I miss anything? Is there anything that you want to talk about that I didn't bring up? So we, um, we are going on tour, only in the UK. Um, we are going on tour um, at the end of September and start of October. As it stands, we um, we are, we are, our booking agent is currently dotting the i's and crossing the t's. So as soon as we obviously finalise that, um, we'll be sharing that everywhere. Obviously, if you if whoever's listening liked what we have played for you, by all means, please find us on Facebook, which is Darley UK, or we're on Instagram at Darley Band Official. Um, but no, realistically, it's, it's just been for this EP. I'm so excited to get it out. I'm so proud of it. There's been so many people that have put in a lot of hard work to make this happen. And thank you so much again for having me on and letting me um, ramble um, about our music. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, you got a place on the couch now, Matt. So I expect volume two <laughs> and volume three. And then by that point, the egotism will have really have kicked in and... Oh, I was saying then, yeah. You'll be like, well, on our first volume of work, the thing is, when we wrote the first volume of work, we didn't, we were just children. And now, we have fully blossomed into, uh, yeah. Ben. <laughs> I don't know why I kicked into Matt voice. It was weird. That's fine. No, it was good. It was, it was like I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. And then the funny thing is, like you said, dotting... Dotting the I's and crossing the T's made me think of Wayne's World, if you're old enough to remember Wayne's World when they were <laughs> with the guy with the funny eye and they're like, dotting our lowercase J's. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to know that somebody else out there is old, too, so that's yeah. good to know. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, it's perfect. And you out there, if you don't know Wayne's World, just know that at this point it's, oh, God, do I even want to know? It's about 30 years old now, Matt. It was, was it the 90s it came out? Uh, or like nine, well, that, the lowercase J's thing might have been 93 or 94, but Wayne's World, unless that was in Wayne's World 1, Wayne's World came out, I think, in 91? 92, according to uh, Wikipedia. 92, wow. 
that makes me feel old as well. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me feel old. Well, <laughs> as they always say, it's borrowed time. Exactly, 100%. All right. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Hello, hello, or should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.